What's up, Mets fans? Back at you. Season 7, Episode 10, Orange and Blue Thing. Today's show is called West Coast Wins, Tampons, and David Wright. We will get to that in a little bit. Last week, we talked... What a sentence. Yeah, well, last week, we got to... It was like 30 minutes in before we explained what Little Boy's Dinner... (laughs) Little Boy's Dinner last night. Right, so we will get to why this title of this show is Tampons and David Wright (laughs) in a little bit. But the Mets are 14 and 9. Back at you tonight at City Field after a very positive West Coast trip. Going 7-3 and three on the West Coast is phenomenal. Yes. Especially since, you know, in years past, they'd go out there and they'd get crushed or you'd be hoping for like 5-5. Five and five. Right. To come back 7-3, and three, although two of the games that they lost, well, one of them they got crushed. But right. they could have easily won on Sunday and didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alvarez tied the game late in the game, 4-4, yeah. four to four, and then the Mets ended up losing. So if they would have come home 8-2, and two, like, holy shit. Yeah, that would have been nuts. Honestly, it's... I, I am, for one, very happy they're off the West Coast. Those game times were just so brutal late. for me. So I really, like, I feel so out of the loop. Like, I know they did great, but I really didn't see much of yeah. it. It's kind of just been reading about it. I saw Alvarez's home run, but that's about that's about all I saw. Well, Saturday, the game, I didn't realize the game was at 4 o'clock on Saturday. And that's I was, the other thing. The early games, I didn't realize they were early, yeah. and then I missed them. <laughs> I was just expecting that game to be later. Yeah. And we were in uh, Massachusetts for Amelia's cheerleading competition. But... And by the time we got back to the ferry... The game was already in like the seventh inning. And I was like, all right, I kind of missed the game. So it almost like it didn't happen. And that's honestly, that's <laughs> how I feel about so much of it. And like, I have talked about this every week since the season has started, but just with the pitch clock and how fast the games move, like, I feel like if I, there was a point in time, literally last season, where if, you know, it's an hour and a half, almost two hours after the game starts, you can turn it on and still see a decent amount right, of the game. Right, right, right. And now I feel like, why even bother? <laughs> like, the game's over. Oh, you don't catch it in time. Yeah, it's like, it's like it. at, it's, at this point, like, I could just, like, nap. <laughs> Get the game's over. I missed all of it. Did you see? I mean, we're getting off the off track here for a second because it actually as did start do. as Mets talk. Uh, <laughs> the parking garage that I parked on Saturday. Did you see that? Yes. Scary. That was jank. Scary. So, like <laughs> twice in a row of me going to the Northeast for these cheer competitions. The one time I got my tire slashed. You don't have good luck with parking in the Northeast. Luckily, my truck didn't fall through the roof. But uh, if you happen to care or you want to go look, I I posted a video of where my car was parked on Saturday at this parking garage. We were like six stories up. And the entire length of my car, the parking garage floor was cracked. I could see. You saw the video of the parking garage that did collapse. Yes. And that's why I was thinking about it. You know, not to make, you know, not to make light of that. But like I took a video and I was like, this can't be good. Yeah. And they actually replied. What they say? They said, like, well, thanks for bringing this to our attention. I'm like, we'll have to look into it. Like, obviously. You're making a difference. Thank you. Good job. Because I could see the next car. I was like, wow, look at that. Like, <laughs> I was like, is that a reflection? Is that a puddle? No. And it was like, it was the car under me. I could see through the floor. That's terrible. So I was expecting to go into the cheer comp, come back in, and not have a Car's vehicle. Yeah. I think that would just have to be the end of cheer competitions for you. Yeah, I'd be like, sorry, Amelia. We love doing this. We want to support you, but that's God it. has a different plan. That was her last one, though. Oh, how'd they do? Do you know anything about what hitting zero means? Is that like zero deductions? Yes. Like nothing and wrong? I didn't know that. Okay. So I was like, I'm learning. They, they, they hit zero, so that means they got no deductions. But the way that's it works crazy. is you go into a competition at like a of a max high score that you could get. Right. So the the based on difficulty, kind of like cheerleading. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean okay. gymnastics yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like their max was ninety three. They got ninety three, so they got fourth place. But awesome. we get on the ferry, and this woman goes, "Oh, were you at a cheer competition?" And Kelly goes, "Yeah, yeah." She's the lady goes, "How'd you do?" And Kelly's like, "Oh, they hit zero. And she goes, "Oh," thinking that was a bad thing. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't know what that means either. You think hit zero is like a bad they thing? They hit zero. Aww. Yeah, so they hit zero. But that's a no, good that's thing. That's amazing, especially for such little kids who probably yeah. haven't been cheering together for very long. That's no, crazy. yeah, this is their first season. Good for you. For her, at least. Yeah. So anyway, Mets back tonight at City Field. The Nationals are in town for a few. And then the Nash, not, and then the Braves are in this weekend, which we are one game behind in the win-loss column for this so far early season schedule. So like we talked about last week, you don't put that much stock into the records right now. I, I mean, hadn't even known. I didn't look. The Rays have not lost yet at, at home. They're 14-0 and 0 down in Florida. And if the Rays are a great team. anyone would go to no the No one games. goes. <laughs> Nobody goes. It'd be better if they did that on the road so people would actually see it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think that they were, I don't know if they did this or they talked about it. They were going to have half their games be played in in, uh, Canada. I remember hearing about that, which is just so. It's fucked up for the fans. Move the team at that point, which, by the way, the A's, that sucks. Yeah, I wrote it down here. I'll get to it. We'll get to it now. Yeah. So 
I don't know, what, a month ago when we talked about the athletics moving to Vegas. I'm like, wow, how crazy would a Vegas yeah. outing be? And I got trashed by A's fans that follow us because when we went there, we yeah. became a little friendly, at least on Twitter. Right. And like, how could you root for this? I'm like, I'm not rooting for it. We're just no, commenting just on the news. Yeah. It sucks for the fans. Yeah. Really big time. I, I really feel bad for it. I, I can't even like, obviously this would never happen with the Mets, but I, I try to think about like if the Mets moved to a different I'd quit. state. I'd quit being a baseball yeah, fan. Yeah, I think I would be done with the sport in general. Yeah. Like I, I could not get reinvested in another team and I'm not I'm not making the trip with them. <laughs> as much as we want to ignore the fact that this is a business yeah. for the owners, like we want we don't just like protect like forget about that. Like we yeah. don't want to look behind the curtain. That's why like a lot of times when I do certain things with the seven line and I do see behind the curtain, yeah. it kind of ruins a little bit yeah, of it yeah, for yeah. me. But when you are a fan when your favorite team leaves and you know it's strictly business, you're like, right. well, fuck it. Then I'm just strictly a customer to them and, exactly. and like, who cares, you know? Exactly. If you're going to make this a whole, if it's a transaction and I'm just a person getting fucked over in between, then bye. And that's why we talked, we kind of brought that same topic up when we were talking about Wilmer Flores compared to Jacob deGrom. Yes. And it's like, I get deGrom's decision to leave. I understand sure. why he wanted to leave. It's business. Yeah. But, you know, the same, like you can compare the A's fans to Wilmer Flores. Yeah. You know, Wilmer, Wilmer thought he was going to be gone. He starts crying. The A's, clearly, they've been, I think that the whole the whole bottom line of it is they've been trying to get I a new ballpark in Oakland. the city of Oakland that right. is the issue. But it's also, ta like, why should the taxpayers have to pay right. for it? So it's like, Oakland doesn't want to step up to, like, give you this new ballpark. Right. They're like, fuck it, I'll leave. Yeah. But it's really happening because they, they purchased land in Vegas. It's pretty much, like, right off the strip. It makes yeah. a lot of sense because of, for them anyway, um, the ballpark's going to be smaller. I think it's going to hold like 30, 32,000, 34,000, which is not, I mean, it's still a lot of people, yeah, but it's not, not as big as like, yeah. I think, I don't know what city field is, 45,000, something yeah. like that. So, um, you know, a good size smaller. But for the A's fans, I feel your pain. I yeah. Well, I don't because we're, we have Steve Cohen and Alex Cohen, yeah. but like, I, underst we empathize. I understand where you're coming from yeah. and I'm not, you know, happy that you're losing your team. No. Our joy is like, a Vegas outing is going to be fucking nuts. I'm afraid of Vegas <laughs> Someone is going to I've been die. to Vegas. And, uh, you know. <laughs> Me too. Like we talked about. Again, I'm not a big gambler. Um, but the people who kind of can't control themselves, whether it be uh, they just kind of overdo it. Not, not, yeah. be, not like drugs or whatever. But, like. I think the excitement's going to get to quite a few people. I mean, you might lose a few people it's behind. Just, leave the, them behind. The town of Vegas itself is a drug. Even if you're not on drugs, you're on drugs I when you're twice. there. It was so crazy. did I. You know about my first Vegas yeah. experience, right? Yeah. Which, I mean, the long short of it was I, I had a completely platonic, <laughs> non-sexual sugar daddy. If I didn't know you, I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> I swear to God, it was just the I girls. Saw the photos. The girls that I was with just like met him at like the club the night before and like I thought I was being sex trafficked when I first met this man. He was well. well scary. I, well, no, but it's it's also just that's what, when you go to Vegas, like our Uber drivers, there's signs in the airports that tell you like sex trafficking is big here. Be careful. Don't talk yeah, to yeah, strangers, yeah, yeah. especially older men. But you weren't rolling solo. No, no, no. I was with <laughs> I was with Katie and two others who honestly, like, I, I think I had the best judgment among the group. So <laughs> going in, I was terrified, but it was amazing. He was being very secretive at first, and I realized it was because he was arranging one of the clubs to say happy birthday, Julia, because we were there for my 22nd yeah, like birthday. Like the sparklers and shit. And now he has a spot in my heart forever. We ended up in the Chainsmokers <laughs> hotel room. It was crazy. Vegas is a drug. Yeah. I was on no drugs, but that city, the seven line there, I, I mean, you know. I'll, I'll talk to my sugar daddy, see if he can come. But like, I'm sure you could find another. It's a crazy place to be. Well, long story short, because this can't just be about Vegas. No. But the second time I went, I don't know if it was my birthday or something. It was going, something was going on. And my buddy Jimmy was with us and he somehow got us a comp room because we signed up to like go on a tour of like a timeshare. So okay. basically like you go and pretend yeah. like you show no, go there, show no interest. And yeah. they'd be like, oh, thanks for coming. Whatever. We went straight in the morning from being up all night gambling and out at like just like a like a club yeah. we were whacked wasted me and yeah. him went by ourselves they thought we were a couple <laughs> and we kind of got suckered into like like basically joining like but we they came over they gave us a bag they said like welcome to like the whatever family it was like a a timeshare resort type yeah. thing and then we were like oh fuck did we just sign something you just that have says, a timeshare like, as a couple with bought a timeshare 
We ended up getting out Darren's of there. Darren's a different person in Vegas. They gave us a ride. Each, they were supposed to give us a ride each way. Uh-huh. They picked us up, brought us there. They got so pissed at us for wasting their time. Because normally you go there, yeah. you listen to their 10-minute thing. You're like, sorry, not for me. Yeah. We left for hours. <laughs> we went for the tour. We went in and out of the rooms. And then they kicked us out. And we had to walk back. Oh, you kind of deserved that at that point. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, let us know where you're watching from. Let well, us know if it's Vegas. Yeah, if you're watching do from you have Vegas, a sugar daddy? if you're an A's fan, we feel bad for you. Yes. Uh, if you have a sugar daddy, let us know. Let us know. We are going to get to this in a little bit. The story about tampons and David Wright and John Roush <laughs> and Joe McEwing and Glavin and Heilman. I just love that you threw John Roush's name in there and they have no context as to why. They, they'll know. They'll know. know later. I know. If you have ever run into a baseball player at a random spot you did not expect to see them, yes. let us know in the chat here. We will highlight some I during the show. I don't think that's show. ever happened to me. Um, I mean, you've seen players out, like you've seen David Wright out at like uh, Foley's, right? Like, were you at Foley's that night? No. Oh, you didn't go? No, I don't think I've like, ever. I kind of also knew he was going. So, like, we're talking about like random occurrences. Yeah, like it wasn't because like, I was going to say I've been to like you know, random signings in malls that Mets players have been at. But like, that's not, you know, do you expect to see a baseball player in a mall? No, except for when they have a scheduled signing there. So no, I don't think that has ever happened to me. Are we doing this now? No, no, okay. no. I'm saying uh, we we'll got, I'm them. just highlighting some people from where they're from. Okay. So Chris from North Carolina, Eddie's watching from Virginia. Let's go Mets uh, watching as usual from killing, uh, Killingworth, Connecticut. Shout out to Connecticut, Jacksonville, Florida in the house, Seattle in the house. A uh, bunch of people checking in. Alex Cohen, not the Alex Cohen, different Alex <laughs> Cohen. Uh, you are still yourself uh, <laughs> watching. Just I don't know where we're watching from, just as LGM. Uh, Lucho says, not in Cleveland. We'll get to that in a second. You know, as of we talked about this last week about we might be going to Cleveland tomorrow. Because, oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. Knicks, if they win one more game, they right. win the series against the Cavaliers. Tick pick last week. Remember the yes. prices were so cheap. The flights, the flights went up through the roof. Uh, now Lucho wants to drive. It's eight hours. Listen, eight hours is nothing. I know. But then like we're going to wrap up our whole day tomorrow to get there. And then God forbid the Knicks lose. They got to play again on Friday night. And then that's going to coincide with our outing. So then I talked to Richie about this already. He's going to watch from the K corner. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'll just watch a city feel from the K corner and spend, you know, $20 on beers. Uh, Whatever. Lucha, we'll talk after the after the show. Um, Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow yet. I really want to go, but flights are nuts. So that's. What are what are you talking in terms of flights? I mean, flights are what you'd expect them to be two days before. They're like five right. hundred bucks each, but they were like one eighty. At that point, week. if you're going to spend that much on a flight, just pay the money to get into MSG. Well, or- yeah, that's that's what I was saying to the right. guys. I'm like, you know, at this point, it kind of just makes more sense for us to, um, you know, shell out the money for the next game at MSG. I mean, I can't go Friday, obviously, because right. we're going to be at the game. Um, or wait till the next round and see who they're going to play because yeah. it's going to be either the Bucks or the Miami heat. So we will see what's going on. But speaking of Friday, come on down to the tailgate. We will be in the Marine a lot starting. I'm, I'm guessing it's a seven o'clock game. People will start getting there like two or three o'clock. If you're not working already on Friday, yeah. why not just get there early? Uh, if you don't know where we tailgate, there is a little map on the subline.com. Click on the blog area. And there is a title that says April 28th tailgate at city field with the seven line army. That's us. So come on down, Marina East, Corona, New York, 11368, if you want to put it into a GPS. If there's any inclement weather, I don't know if you can see my little mouse here on the screen. The highway here has space for hundreds of cars, and that's where I will park the truck if there's any kind of rain in sight. I don't think there is, but if there is, that's where we'll be. You could be nice and dry before the game. And we are just a hop, skip, and a jump away down Seaver Way to get into the bullpen gate, which is right here. I don't know if you can see that or not, but it's right there. So come on down. The more the merrier. You do not have to be sitting with us in order to tailgate with us. It is a uh, open parking lot besides the 40 bucks you got to pay to get in there. <laughs> uh, the general hit me up last night. He's like, what's that deal with the parking again? It's because he wants to park com. up the street parking.com. Yeah. I think it's eight bucks to park. Uh, if you want to park at like the best buy and walk over. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're bringing tailgate stuff, that's not really ideal because you'd have to try to walk down Seaver way with like a cooler. But right. It is what it is. You want to be a little bit more convenient with the money with the with the stuff pay yeah. the 40 bucks otherwise walk your butt on over so uh speaking of tick pick if you are going to a game this week and you haven't purchased on mets.com uh you can head on over to tick pick as and, you should as you should and see what they got going on let's pull this up and get a little uh update on the prices here only so, imagine weeknight nationals i'm guessing i'm gonna say under seven dollars under seven for tonight yeah. Okay, let's check. 
Uh, for tonight, if you go to TickPick.com, you can get in from seven. Do- Did you say under seven? I said under seven. Well, it says at starting from seven. All so right, that's fine. That makes sense. Tonight, seven bucks. Tomorrow, five bucks. Wow. Thursday, five bucks. Friday, 16 bucks. <laughs> Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, which is a giveaway day. It is the handmade robot knit, uh, the Mr. Met version, the first version, 27 bucks. And on Sunday, 140 against the Braves, 20 bucks. So, I mean, you can't really beat it. No, no hidden fees ever. Just go there. And uh, the price you see is the price you pay. And they go directly into your MLB ballpark app. Super, super easy. We love them. Don't forget to use our promo code OABT. $10 off any order over $99 in the app for first-time users. Obviously, you're not getting any money off if you're buying a $5 ticket. But (laughs) head on over there. Maybe you got like Taylor Swift or something else in the pipe or Nick's tickets. And you want to get some money off. Taylor Swift is coming up so soon. I'm getting nervous. When is that? It's Memorial Day weekend. She's in New York. I mean, I'm not trying to jinx this. I, 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 I know sometimes when we talk about Taylor Swift, you think I'm fucking with you. Does she cancel often? No, I'm serious. No. Like, is that like a thing? No. Because that guy. Oh, fucking Morgan Wallen. Do you know who? I don't know who he that is. Sucks. He's I, just, he's an asshole. I, I saw his name on the internet and I guess they didn't tell anyone until he was like, like, I guess the opening act played. Yeah. I'm like, no, he has laryngitis. Go home. So here's the thing. That's is crazy. That there were like leaked photos from the night before of like him laying in his own vomit because oh. he got too drunk. So is that's he, actually what happened. Is he like, uh, does he have a problem? I don't know. He just, he's not a well, good yeah. person. There's like other evidence of him uh, being not a good person. He's made so racist I, remarks and a bunch of other stuff. So not a great person. Was that in New York? Uh, I'm not sure where it was, but whatever. It's just. Whatevs. No good thoughts about him. But no, honestly, and that's that's the other thing is like Taylor Swift's show. She performs for three hours and 13 minutes straight. That's what so, I'm saying. She gets a nice break. I was going to say. Because recorded and yeah. she doesn't really no, have to sing. No, it's because she only performs on weekends. There's no weekday shows. But like, I'm sorry. If she's not getting laryngitis, nobody else is getting laryngitis. Okay. You know, she tries to get laryngitis on purpose. <laughs> Why? I lose my voice so easy. I had what's what? what's the reason though? I, he, I don't know because he he just can't lose his voice. <laughs> so you know I had surgery in my throat. No. Uh, what was this? About oh man, about sixteen years ago. Okay, no, I would. I started know getting. I, I was bartending a lot and I was working at night. Like you know, probably not hydrated enough with water, which uh-huh. is like really bad. Obviously, if you're not, uh, your body's not hydrated and you're yelling right. basically all night over music and stuff. So my throat started getting really raspy and I was like, oh, I wonder what the hell this could be. I'm not sick. What's going on? Uh-huh. They went in with the camera and your vocal cords are supposed to hit flat. Yeah. And they weren't because I had a nodule on there, like a, like a callus, basically. Oh, my so God. So I always sounded raspy. like horse. Yeah. So they went in and had to cut it off. And then I, I wasn't like allowed that. to talk for a couple of weeks. So I was going to places. I'm sure I didn't tell you the story. No, I've never. I was heard going this. places beforehand because I was running that man-made yeah. BMX company prior. So I was always at the bank, always at the post office, stuff like that. So I went there and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna be passing you notes. Uh-huh. I'm not robbing the bank. <laughs> like, just just know I'm getting surgery and I, I can't have talk. Laryngitis, yeah. So I had like a notepad I'd walk around with and I'd be like, "Hey, you know, I need to deposit whatever, uh, or like, can you ship this priority? Yeah. And then I was okay after that. But yeah, basically, like. What I've been told, I drink a lot of water now, but back uh, then it's like if you drink a cup of water, if you drink a coffee, you're supposed to drink like two or three cups of water on top of that to like balance it out. No, no, no. Because like you get dehydrated. Oh, oh. And then if you yell a lot yeah. or saying like. How has Shu never lost his voice? He tries He's to. He's always screaming. He tries to. He can't. <laughs> he can't lose his voice. I don't know how. All right, guys. Oh, that's why you're here, guys. Steel. Laryngitis. <laughs> shoemaker yelling. And throat, eventually tampons. Throat surgery. <laughs> Tampons and David Ray. <laughs> That's the story. So uh, if you haven't purchased your tickets yet to Boston, I don't know why you're waiting so long because they are on sale. They went up yesterday. For us, this is like a brand new thing because like I talked about, the tickets are more expensive. The reason being is it's Fenway, number one. Right. It's summer. It's a Saturday and it's against the Mets. Yeah. So like City Field, prices go up in the summer. Depending on your your opponent, also the prices go up and yes. it also being a Saturday. So um the check that I would have had to write to the to the Red Sox was like insane. Too much. So if you think about, let's say, like a sixty dollars ticket to PNC is like yeah. much different yeah. than one hundred and ninety something dollars to the Sox. Yeah. So thankfully, Carl, who works for the Sox, this is our third outing now. He goes he goes above and beyond for our group, which is phenomenal. Um, was able to work it out. So there's a separate page made just like the Mets have for our home games, where you could purchase these tickets. Nice. And uh, thankfully. Like almost 1,100 people did so far. Amazing. Uh, or 
transactions went through like maybe 400 because some people buy four, some right. people buy one, whatever it is. So head on over to the sunline.com. And on the very top, there's a banner that says Boston, whatever. Click that and all the information is there. The only thing that I'm stressing that people do correctly, or at least please try to, is before you check out, there is like an optional survey that they added for the shirt size. Uh -huh. You can skip that page, but if you do, it's going to screw up our numbers and then we're going to have to email you like, hey, you right. never gave us your sizes. So there's one drop down for each ticket. Uh, if you order eight tickets, obviously fill out eight drop down menus and then check out and that's it. So it's super easy. There's also a $50 concession credit built into the ticket price that was non-negotiable. It was part partially because if the Red Sox front office is agreeing to to sell 1,600 tickets to Mets fans, like, all right, we got to make we can sell money. these tickets to anybody. Yeah, but let's make a little bit extra on top of that. Right. So do the math. Um, let's figure this out really quick because <laughs> I'm not good at math. Are, are you? Can you do this? Hell no. Okay, so 1,600 tickets times 50 bucks. They're making an extra 80 grand in concessions. Damn non-negotiable 80 grand yeah. concessions which is which is their right as so, they should uh which but i was gonna have to pay for that no part, part of <laughs> the check concessions would have been 80 grand they're like crazy. give us a check and i was like fuck man i can't do this no. so they're doing it for us so uh also on that same page is the link for the optional bus ride if you don't want to stay over it leaves from city field same day service back and forth oh cool and it's a four o'clock game so if you figure if it was a one o'clock you'd have to leave super early right i don't know what time it's leaving actually i could check here if you want and then the optional hotel room as well. I thought we were getting a hotel a lot closer this year. Yeah. I think I said that, yeah, but it's yeah. not. It's the same. Not that it's, uh, it's it, that it far, wasn't a bad, but it's going to be the same hotel as last time. No, that was a nice hotel. Mainly because they have like 1,100 rooms in that hotel. Oh. So they were able to give us a better rate. It's still very expensive for the hotel, but yeah. a decent rate with it being uh, not a cap on the rooms. Right. Like normally they're like, oh, you have 20 rooms a night, whatever it is. And you have 1,600 tickets. You need more than that. Yeah. So we are at the same hotel that we were at. Let me click here really quick, just for, since we're talking about it, the bus <laughs> ride. Oh, and also when you go to that link, it brings up the page on Rally Bus for all of our road trips this year. So if oh, you cool. wanted to purchase a ticket now for Phillies, Red Sox, or Orioles this year, those three games have bus options, you could do so right now. So let's see. So the Rally Bus would be leaving from... I don't know if you're showing this screen. Or no, no, I'm not. I'm just gonna. Okay. I'm just gonna say it to myself. That's why I'm talking to myself really quick. Got Review it. and book. So, if you wanted to leave from City Field, you it would depart at 8:22 a.m. on Saturday, the 22nd, bringing you straight to Boston, and then after the game, which is probably only three hours max. That's not bad. Back home, um, and that price is. Let's just let you know, 80 bucks. Not bad eighty dollar round trip. The hotel's a lot more than that, and you don't <laughs> have to worry about uh, driving or gas. Yeah. So head on over and, and do that now. So you're, I ask you, I feel like you're not going to anything, but you're not going to Boston, right? I want to, I just have to wait until I get closer. I don't know if I can afford to take another day off work because I'm going to Belize earlier in the month. Oh uh, yeah. And I, I just have to see, I got I got to test the waters a little bit. We talked about that. Yeah. I don't know if, Lizzie. <laughs> She's busy. Yeah, we got some. We got these low Mets hats coming out. I forgot to grab them though. I told her to come and give me ah, the low Mets hats. I'll text her. I saw um, yeah. So low Mets stuff. We've been making the low Mets t-shirts, sweatshirts, crop tops. We made like a, a limited run of like these dresses. I think Tara has one. Oh yes. Uh, it's not. It's like it's like a hoodie <laughs> dress. So before I go further, let me just read something about the reason why the low Mets stuff came out to begin with, like uh -huh. the uniforms was because they used to do a uh, heritage night yes. back in, let me see. Let me share my screen here really quick. So this came first. The Los Mets stuff, uh, we started making it a few years ago. Oh, <laughs> look at this. A surprise present. <laughs> Thanks, Lizzie. So what do you have to say for yourself? I... Lizzie has done a great job. By the job. way, you're not keeping this. I, I understand. I and You don't deserve it at this it's, point. It's beautiful, but I don't know where I would put this in my tiny little apartment that gets no sunlight. But Lizzie, you're doing a great job keeping this alive. It's beautiful. So a quick Truly. update. Um, if you're not watching and you're listening, <laughs> the city field grass lives. I can't. I can't take it. <laughs> so... Look how good this looks. So this is the goal is to just keep it like this at this oh length. Oh my and God, this is beautiful. I, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't like watching you do that. <laughs> I don't like watching you do that. I'm just, that. for the record, if you're listening afterwards, I'm just touching grass. 
<laughs> I'm not doing anything creepy. Okay, well, hold on. Rewind. We talked about, I was at City Field about a month ago, <laughs> dropping off, actually more than a month ago, dropping off our kiosk delivery for the ballpark. As I'm pulling the truck out, I see a pile of crap that the, the construction workers What did you just call out. it? Crap. Right. Okay. Next to, that, next to that crap was a pile of gold, grass <laughs> nice from save. City Field. Nice save. Which could only be from right field when they moved the fence in for the bougie-ass pacing club. <laughs> And there was piles and piles of grass, perfectly cut rectangles. I'm like, holy shit. Why is this being given? Not Why is this being thrown out? Number one, because normally they could put the sticker, the hologram sticker on it and sell it. So I pretended I had to find a porta potty. And I was like, <laughs> I left the, the seven line truck running and I walked over and I'm like, all right, there's no porta potty here. So I can't even pretend I'm doing something uh -huh. I shouldn't be. And I picked up this piece of grass and brought it here. And I texted you guys saying, what would this be worth? Like, I can't believe this is being thrown out. You thought I was asking that because I either wanted to sell it or just an honest question. Yeah. And then we bring it into the studio and you're like, oh, my God, you're a psychopath. <laughs> what are you doing with this grass? <laughs> what are you doing? with You're this looking grass? right at it. You're looking at what we're doing with the grass. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's an orange and blue. And there's also a white one out there. Flower pots. And this is city field grass. All right. Lizzie, I'm proud of you. Like, it's not easy to keep grass growing like this. It's very easy, actually. No offense to Lizzie. All she does is she just sprinkles <laughs> it with a little water. enough to do it. Well, right after this had happened, I went to Miami. <laughs> so two days later, in my, in my, I'm in Miami, and Lizzie puts down, like, a garbage bag in our vestibule. <laughs> like, vestibule? What do you call that? Like, uh, the little entrance area? Sure. This has never been back outside. It's getting enough sun just through the window of our door. It's very nice. And it's gorgeous. It's great. So I was telling uh, a, a family member on Easter, Kelly's cousin's husband, about this beautiful grass here. And he's like, oh, my God, I need a piece of it. Because if you let it grow long enough, it turns into seeds. We have an extra piece here. He's going to take that one piece and and like farm it into an entire area of city field grass in his backyard. It's just grass. It's not just grass. It's just it, if it was the grass Curtis that like Granderson a, walked on this a World grass. Series was one on okay, but it's just grass. It's not just grass. Bill, to you it is. Anyway, Los Mets. Anyway, back to the plot. Back, this is this is what's going on here. So yeah, it is beautiful grass. Lizzie's been doing a great job. The, the comment people are saying that that you're very ungrateful, and they want some. Fine. Then go ahead. Everybody else can have what my grasp was supposed to be. That I, I will share the wealth. It's Lizzie's grass no now. Grass for she you. doesn't want to part ways with it. Anyway, Los Mets stuff. Uh, as we were saying, uh, we started making the t-shirts, the tank tops. Actually, no tanks. T-shirts, hoodies, uh, and all that good stuff a, a few years ago. But from 2007 to 2014, the Mets celebrated Hispanic Heritage Night once each season with a special jersey featuring the phrase Los Mets in place of the traditional Mets wordmark. And then we decided to turn that into apparel. So as far as I know, we're the only ones that have been making apparel with this. I've never seen anyone else make apparel with this. So now that we're a few years in, we decided to make a matching uh, version hat. Nice. So coming out very, very soon. We are just waiting for a couple more boxes to show up. We will have three versions available. I will try to get nice and close to the screen here, to the camera here, so you guys can see. This is the blue version. All of them have a Mets logo on the side here because a lot of uh, the fitteds these days like to have patches on the side. We also have an orange version, which is more similar to the jersey they wore. Uh, we don't have this as a shirt yet, but maybe we'll make an orange colorway. So it's an orange hat, blue brim, Mets logo on the side, T7 on the back. And the black version is probably my favorite yeah, because the Los Mets design on the front has no white in it. It has just Los Mets in blue and orange. Yeah. So I decided that the Mets logo should also just be blue and orange, no white. So that's cool. really sharp look. T7L on the back. They will come in fitteds, snapbacks, stretch fits, and adjustables. All four styles will be available. As soon as they're all here, I will shoot photos for the website. And uh, you guys will be able to purchase them on thesevenline.com. I'm not sure if they're going to be also at the kiosk at City Field, but that's the story for now. So to our featured topic of the day, <laughs> tampons and David Wright. Uh, not related, no, by not, the way. Not related at all. Just I needed some kind of title now that we do the uh, 
the thing on on the website. Yes. Not the website. The thing on uh, the stream where we can announce like a, a start. We got, we got to tie the people in. There needs somehow. to be a title somehow yeah. for some of that stuff. So that's that's what we're going at right now. So let me pull up this tweet here for a second because I'm sure you've seen it by now. It is old news. But David Wright was out in San Francisco last week. And um, was a, he at the game? I assume that's why yeah, he was you know, there. I think he tries to hit at least one. Um, Did cameras catch him in the crowd at all? I didn't hear anything about that. So I, I guess I'm not. not sure. I guess he stayed under the radar. How can I not find this right now? Uh, <laughs> SNY <laughs> TV. Sorry. Live show. Yep. You all know what we're talking about. Yeah, I know, but I do want to show it just in case. <laughs> no, this video is awesome. How is it not coming up? It should come up immediately. I'm I'm getting the videos of him and Gelbs. You're getting because it's it's top videos. You got to go to latest. Sorry, it's guys. okay. It's fine. Talk about something, Julia. All right. Um. So yeah, the tampons have nothing to do with David Wright. <laughs> um. It's really just we wanted to grab your attention, but the the whole thing, this video that you're about to see, David Wright was out in San Francisco. It's right here. So now you can just watch it. You hate when I ask you to fill time. <laughs> My heart rate spikes. I hate it. Uh, if you haven't seen this video this. yet, here you go. So they had a little chat after that. And uh, if you didn't see that, I don't know where you've been. Maybe you just only have, maybe you only have the internet because you like orange and blue thing. We'll just go with that. But it's like, what are the chances in the year 2023, you're in San Francisco wearing a David Wright jersey and David Wright walks in? You know what it is? I feel like some fans have kind of given up on buying player jerseys because of how many players come and go. Yeah. Like, you know, people have to refurbish their like DeGrom jersey or Syndergaard turned into Senga or whatever it is down at, which was very smart. It's smart, honestly. Uh, So sometimes people like to either buy blanks or maybe David Wright's our favorite player. Like, hey, let me just keep this David Wright jersey forever. And uh, if it's good, it was, it was the black version, if you didn't see. But so David Wright surprised this bartender. And I think I posed the question after that, like, what um, what drink could you picture David Wright ordering at a bar? I just, I don't know. I really don't. Also, I don't drink much variety of alcohol. So I wouldn't, like, all I drink are vodka cranberries or Riesling. So I haven't tasted enough different types of alcohol to identify, yes, that's David Wright's drink. Yeah. So I'm just going to say water. <laughs> water? Yeah. Or maybe, maybe. Uh, right. I can't even picture David Wright drunk for some reason. I, I, I'm sure, I'm sure it's happened plenty of well, times, but no, I can't picture it either. He's just too wholesome. So this, this poses the question. We were talking about it through taxi this morning or whatever, last night. Um, have you ever ran into a player some someplace random? So I haven't, but I was thinking about it. And honestly, the closest that I have come is my dad, although it was in Port St. Lucie. My dad was in Port St. Lucie. This was maybe like 2010 with my uncle. And like, they weren't even supposed to be in Port St. Lucie. They were there to golf. My uncle's mom, I think, got sick. She lived over there. They just ended up making a pit stop over there. And um, they were doing the hot stove live from um, Duffy's. Duffy's. I was going to say Foley's. I'm like, that's not correct. Um, live from Duffy's. And they're like, that's too crazy. We're not going to go in there. They just went to like a restaurant across the street. And they walk in and David Wright's just sitting there by himself. And at this point in time, I hadn't met him yet. I'm at the height of my like feral fangirl era. Yeah. My dad's like, oh my God, like I have to like get David on the phone with her. My uncle's like, yeah, David Wright's going to talk to your daughter on the phone. Okay. He's like, well, I'll just wait till he's done eating. So wait till he does eating. He's sitting there with like, I think it was like Jeff Wilpon, uh, Jeff Francoeur, and somebody else. And my dad like calls me and he's like, hold on, I'll stay on the phone. I'm like, what's going on? I like hear him. He's like, David, but I'm so sorry. My daughter's a huge fan. Do you mind just That's like That's going to be so annoying. Like, and I, I literally, and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Was, I couldn't tell they were fucking with me at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he gets on the phone. He's like, hello. And I was like, I was like, I. You could tell the voice. Yes, immediately. And I was like, hi. He's like, hey, what's going on? I was just like, I love you. I love you. I'm sorry to bother you <laughs> yeah. at dinner. I was like, 
what I love you. He's like, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> enjoy like, your meal. Literally, that was it. But yeah, no, that's that's as close as I've come. My I my dad was not expecting, he was expecting to see David Wright in Duffy's. Yeah. He was not expecting him to see across the street. And Maybe that's why David Wright and them went there. It's exactly. Almost like all to the get fans, away from people like my dad. All but the God are, bless my dad. <laughs> all the fans are across the street. Let's not go there. Yeah. My dad's like rationalization. And you know what was so funny was before he went and like he wasn't supposed to go to Port St. Lucie. And I told him, it was like, if you see David Wright, his one thing is just don't bother him while he's eating. Yeah. If you see him, that's like, that's what he said. He'll talk to any fan as long as he's not eating. So if he's eating, just wait till he finishes. So we did wait until he finished. And his rationalization was like, well, he was sitting there with the owners of the team. Like he couldn't be rude to a fan. Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't think Jeff Wolf on what I gave a fuck, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> it worked out for me. So yeah, I think for like the, I think that should be like the number one rule. Like if you see a player out with like their family, yeah. or like sitting somewhere, like don't bother them. Yeah. You know, it's like just there. If it's like, a random occurrence, like remember when I said I saw Uma Thurman? I probably should have said hello because she'd like expect that. Yeah. But like if she was sitting at a restaurant with her yeah. kids, like don't bother her. You also, know? though, like one, like he did wait until after the meal was over. But also, yeah. if you're the Mets out in Port St. Lucie, yeah, of course. That's different. That's different. That's different. It just like, is what it is. PSL is a different breed. Yeah. But so that that brought up the question. And we were asking earlier on the internet for people to chime in, and I will definitely get to some of those in a second. But the reason, uh, not the reason, but what I brought up was I went to Pittsburgh 16 years ago and this was like pretty much before uh, internet obviously existed, but right. it wasn't where everyone wasn't was really in such a microscope. Yeah. yeah. So like now you see something, you tweet it, it's instantly known by whoever follows yes. you and it spreads like wildfire. Not that people would really care that much <laughs> that Glavin and Heilman were at a bar in Pittsburgh. So after the game, it was a weekday game in Pittsburgh. Uh, I had driven out there with a friend and we popped into a bar afterwards. Pretty sure the Mets lost. Yeah. And then Glavin and Heilman are sitting there. And just hanging out in the bar, which you wouldn't really expect. Cause like, if you want to get away, like you said, if you're in PSL, you want to get away, maybe right. get a break from like signing autographs all day at, yeah. at the backfields. Yeah. Um, but they didn't, they went right to a bar. Wait, I totally lied. I have a good one. And I don't know if you were there when we were in Pittsburgh in 2015. I missed it. We saw Jacob DeGrom at the casino. At the casino. Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Yeah. 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 I gotta, it was him and John Meese. Very random. Yeah. But Johnny's had actually thrown me a ball that afternoon and he kind of like was like, oh, like Nets fans, whatever. And like we took a picture and I completely, which is so I think crazy. Lizzie and Drew uh, saw DeGrom walking over the bridge yeah. to get to the ballpark yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, Which is like, once fans know where the player hotel is, yeah. they kind of just camp out outside. Yeah, just follow. And a lot no, of that was walk completely random. I was blasted. I was so drunk walking into that casino that like, at first I was just like, I saw like long hair. I was like, oh, that guy looks like Jacob DeGrom. And I was like, do you remember Jacob they had a deal with Axe? Huh? DeGrom and Syndergaard both had a deal with oh, Axe. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And yes. like I get like right when the deal was over, they both like at yeah, least DeGrom both, cut, yeah, his, cut hair. his hair. Yeah. Um, but Noah kept it. I mean, yeah. he's he, I think he'll keep it. He'll as, cling to a gimmick as long as he until can. Until his like the last thread yeah. falls out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that brought up the question: like, where have you seen any players? I feel like outside of a ballpark isn't really as like rare. Right. Um in 2014, when we had our outing in San Francisco, we saw Keith Hernandez getting out of his his cab, and we like said hello. I was like, "Oh, and he was like, he wanted nothing to do with us." He's like, "Oh shit, someone recognized me. We just get inside. We didn't even try to stop him. We yeah. kind of were just like, just let him you know, go. keep it moving." So uh, let's get to some of the answers here, where people have maybe seen some some uh, some people where they did not expect them. So Metro Baseball, who we love, says. Um, when he was with the Ducks, I helped Buddy Harrelson navigate use of the color copier at the old <laughs> FedEx Kinko's on Route 111 in Hopog. What an honor. That's awesome. Dave Sepperson, who I've known back from his Sports Illustrated days, uh, he worked on Tears of Joy and also nice. uh, Loyal to the Last Out. He wrote that he ran into Jose Reyes in the airport in Florida when he was traveling back to New York for medical, uh, I guess, evaluation uh. after being injured in spring training. So I asked him, like, well, was it one of those things where like you kind of knew before yeah. the fans knew that he was going back? And he said, yeah. So I kind of kept it quiet, right, right. you know, not trying to really blow up a spot. But I remember once before it may have been DeGrom or someone got hurt during spring training and they were coming back to New York. And we knew on the Internet before it was announced yeah. because a fan had saw, saw them. him. Yeah. yeah, I remember that, too. So there's a lot of good answers here. Not a player, but Brody used to come to the Starbucks I worked in and he always tipped nice. And I asked which one he <laughs> said College Point, which I'm wondering where like Brody was coming from to stop in College Point on, on his way to City Field. At least he was a good tipper. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> ran into Franco and Lighter at a dive bar in Cleveland in 2002. <laughs> I bought Lighter a $3 Miller Light, and Franco was quiet and nice. 
and lighter hold court like he was the mayor. Yeah. Uh, I bought Noah a beer and helped him pick out pizza slices after he pitched a scoreless and uh, eight scoreless one night. Uh, then I asked. Then he asked what time the subway runs until, and I asked where we're at, and he said Midtown. <laughs> a lot of good answers if you go to Twitter. Um, this one fan, after seeing the photo I put up of Heilman and and um, and Glavin, said, "I have a thousand stories about guys running into Aaron Heilman fastballs right down the pipe." <laughs> so I put the crying face, and he wrote, "My most dislike." My most disliked Met of all time. Yeah, There's I don't an ad blame for him. some reason in there. <laughs> uh, Kevin Plowecki in Cleveland a handful of years ago. He was eating dinner with his dad at the bar. Just went up and said hello and said we were fans. Seemed like a nice enough guy. So a lot of good answers here. Nice. I feel like when you run into players, it's like a it's 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 surprising because you see them somewhere and you're like, wow, I don't expect it's this. also just seeing players out of uniform. Sometimes is like jarring almost if you're not used to that, like if it's somebody who you wouldn't like, you know, a, a, a guy like David, Wright, You'll recognize David, Wright. But it was somebody who you're like, not totally sure. Yeah. I feel like the uniform is what confirms that, you know, who that person is, but also, are you going to tell everyone why tampons is in the title? Oh, of course we're getting to that in a okay. second, but I was thinking too, like some players, I mean, it depends on who you are and how you like, you want to conduct yourself. Like some people like Keanu Reeves, just goes out and yeah. just says like, fuck it. I don't care. I am famous. I'll, I'll deal with the people doing right. what they want to do, but I'm going to still live, which yeah. has to kind of suck to always be like, if you want to just hang out at a bar, you can't. Yeah. Which, well, that was like Taylor Swift. There was a period of time in her life where to avoid paparazzi and avoid people waiting outside of her home. She would have people. She would get inside of a suitcase in her car and would have people carry who her would do in, this? in a Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. Carry her in, in a suitcase. She also had stalkers. So it was half for safety. Yeah. But crazy. Being famous sounds miserable. Yeah, totally. So uh, let's pop on over to Facebook really quick because I put this up as well. I don't have the account logged in, but I still think <laughs> I could see it. Uh, ran into David Wright and Brian Schneider. That's a blast from the past wow. at the Houston Zoo. My wife, 11 year old son and I were there for the series against with the Strohs. Um, so that's from Kevin Murphy and he even has a photo. Nice. That's pretty cool. It's like things like that when you run into people randomly yeah. is much more surprising. So I was um, going to Best Buy once <laughs> across from like the Source Mall, okay. that, that area, uh -huh. you know, like whatever near Roosevelt Field. Yeah, yeah. And I go in there to buy, like, I don't know what it was. It was, like, whatever year this happened, maybe, like, 2000. And Super Joe McEwing was in there signing autographs, which I didn't. It wasn't, at like, a Best Buy? Yeah. It wasn't an advertised thing. <laughs> Best Buy had paid him to be there. There was no line. He was just sitting at a table. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> Best Buy is such a random and it place almost to was have like an sad. Yeah. It was like, all right, Joe McEwing sitting here signing autographs. He's no one's waiting for him yeah and he's at a table and i was like what am i on like punk this was, punk wasn't even a thing yet but i'm like this is weird that's so, so I, I met joe McEwing there uh even though that's not really random even though that was scheduled at least by somebody somebody who was terrible at advertising so as we've talked about it became friendly with john roush a little bit when he was with the mets he happened to rent or purchase or whatever he had a house somewhat close to mine and he would drive by my apartment all the time. Yeah. So he had that lifted blue. He probably still has it out. I think he moved to Arizona. Or maybe he just went back to where he was from. I think Arizona. He had that lifted blue Wrangler, which uh -huh. you cannot miss. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sitting on my balcony. Well, the first time we were texting and he says like, oh, like, where do you live? I'm like, oh, I'm right off the cross line. He's like, oh, I'm getting off the cross line now. He pulled up in front of my balcony <laughs> and he starts honking. And I look out the window. It's John Roush. That's so funny. So like a week later. It must have been a day game because I remember it was early. He was driving to City Field down Northern Boulevard. And, you know, I'm walking out of CVS, with, which was on the corner. Uh -huh. And I have a few things in my hand. I guess I didn't have a bag. And I'm holding a box of tampons. Not for me. <laughs> and he yells out. He's like, are those for like, Hope those aren't for you. Or like yells something like that. And I'm holding tampons. John Rouse. I'm like, hey, buddy. Like I hold the box up. Hold I'm the like, tampons up. Have a good game. <laughs> So, yeah, it's it's funny when you randomly run into players and shit like that happens. But, um, yeah, so the David Wright story obviously, you know, sparked out our interest in yes. asking fans. And had nothing to do with the tampons. Has nothing to do with tampons. <laughs> well, it kind of does. Yeah, it got us there. Yeah, sure. It gets you there. It's like, um, I don't know if you follow uh, uh, Jerry Fragrance. It's a guy, a Barstool guy that I follow. He, he reviews different uh, colognes. So it's very funny. You should okay. watch it. But he has this thing called the signs. It's all about like getting to where you're going to get like a, a gambling thing. And okay. he'll be like, all right, grass is the sign. And then like, he'll find a, something else. And that's how he comes down <laughs> to his bet. But anyway, tampons, David Wright, John Roush, Glavin Heilman, Super Joe McEwing, and your stories in the comments. Um, so 
you want to give a shout out to somebody. You said there's some artwork that Abigail! you should be checking out. Yes, I just find this amazing. It's she's an artist. It's it's digital art, so it's it's like drawing. I mean, I'm not an artist, so I don't know the proper term for this. But like, it's she's not like she sit this she sat there and drew it with her hand, but drawing on the computer. And I just think it's bananas how good this is. She's just gotten into drawing some Mets players. I asked like, oh, who should I draw next? Whatever. And she drew Sanga the other day, and it's ridiculous. It's so so good. Um, she's so talented. She does sell that's her not. art. That's that's not Sanga. <laughs> that's Robert. De Niro. Um, she does sell her art sometimes. So please support her. She is wonderful. I don't remember her at off the top of my head. It's, Did you say there was like a thread of of uh? Um, I just went to I clicked the media tab and then I was just kind of scrolling okay. through until so I saw her Twitter is at bring the noise. Bring the noise. I love that's that. What it is. So bring as you'd spell it normally D A N O Y Z. And uh, her name on here is just No Great Matter. Yes. You said what's her name? Abigail. Abigail. Yeah. So check out her art. Um, some guy, like I just noticed this today, some guy likes to comment. Oh, my God. That these are filters. Yeah. Th this guy, if you scroll through his feed, he does it to every single Mets related artist just trying to point out that it's not real art. But she it's, even wrote back like, thing. hey, buddy, like I'm, I'm I use the photo for reference, yeah. obviously, but like I'm learning how to draw. Yeah. And I'm not a professional. Exactly. Like, clearly. So people like to shit on it's people just, for no everyone reason. will have their own trolls. But I mean, she's, she's not trying to pretend this isn't from no. a photograph. And also, it's not like she's trying to sell it or anything. It's just like, look at what I drew. And it's she's insanely talented and a wonderful follow and funny. So highly so she doesn't owe this out. guy an explanation, but she actually no. did put a time lapse video up yeah. showing the drawing that she did next to the drawing right. of Sanga to show that she actually drew it, which I, I feel like, you know, you almost feed the trolls that way. But, but you know what? It also, maybe you can't argue least, that. Maybe <laughs> like, she'll shut up at least this it. one guy. Right. But uh, I liked the one. The Scherzer one. That's a Scherzer sick. one. There was one of, remember last year before the home run derby and uh, Pete Alonso was sitting, sitting there. there. Yeah. And I'm just scrolling through Almost all, there. all of her stuff. Where is it? That's the next one. Here we go. Yeah. I like this. Sick. This is cool. <laughs> so uh, no great matter at bring the noise on Twitter. Check her out. <laughs> Shoot her a follow, like some of her stuff. Yes. And uh, don't feed the trolls. Don't feed the trolls. Sometimes I like to feed the trolls. I purpose. know you do. I yell at you sometimes. It's a good time. It's it's just, if it's a legitimate person, I have no problem, like, you know, putting them in their place. But when well, it's... I, I replied one day to like something with a bunch of numbers and I didn't realize yeah. it. I'm like, you can't. What was that even about? It was about the dog. Oh, uh, the dog. Yeah. We have to do something about this dog. I have said for years, I am ready. But and... we keep saying it when we don't do it. I will. I, I already know the protest this stage. We pick whenever it's going to be a, like a miserable day and you know he'll bring it because it's a high traffic game if it's a weekend game the dog's going to be there but if it's a hot day in the middle of the summer did we talk about this on the show i don't remember i mean i'm sure we've talked the about this issue a bunch with of times. this like organized um protests would be that if we put the call to action out on the internet uh -huh. and this guy sees we that we're doing it then maybe he doesn't go that day and no. our whole plan is destroyed. this is my plan we don't have to tell anyone we're doing this we pick a day that looks like it's going to be hot. If it's like a week, a weekend game, the dog's going to be there because that's where the money's there. I will go dressed up as the dog is sitting in the sun next to the dog with a bowl of water in front or one cup of water in front of me. And you will watch it how much I am sweating and how miserable I am. I'll have my own my own tip jar that won't go to me. It'll go to like, you know, PETA or whatever. And just if you can see that a human is sitting there sweating and miserable and I can vocalize I'm fucking miserable sitting here and this isn't fun, then you will see this clearly can't be pleasant for the dog either. And that doesn't require us to tell anyone. It's just me showing up. And I've wanted to do this for so long, but I'm afraid to do it by myself. <laughs> Look at that. Right, now that we're on this topic, this was not written down, but yeah. now that we're on this topic, uh, Sarah wrote. Uh, also sad to see how the cops are enjoying this display of animal cruelty. This isn't a slight on the cop. Maybe he doesn't realize what he's getting into here. Yeah. Uh, the thing that I wanted to point out, can you see my pointer? Let me see if you can. Um, if you can, it's very tiny. Oh, no, yeah, you, you can. can see it. Okay. So the thing that I wanted to highlight here is this dog is here against its will, obviously. Right. It would much prefer to probably not be sitting on the floor with this tip jar that says, I don't like uh, cheap people yeah. with a... Uh, a pipe in its mouth and what we're told is a shock collar underneath the uh bandana i'm sorry not to cut you off but just to keep in mind there are multiple dogs and there it's not like this is just oh this is just one really well-behaved dog that doesn't mind holding it like how do you think they get multiple dogs to do the same thing so let me just something that i noticed here yeah there are three 
uh, living, breathing things in this photo right. making money. Yeah. Okay. So this person in the Dunkin' Donuts costume who you were saying like you would dress up and whatever. Yeah. This person is willingly dressing up in a costume to make money for Dunkin' Donuts, feed their family, whatever, the, pay their bills, whatever. Right. This dog is not is making money for the guy that's standing off camera. Truly. To make money off the dog. That, like, that's my question is, what is this man spending the money on? Even if you told me this was going for like, you know, animal related char- like charities, it's just it's counterproductive because why are you making a dog sit outside? And you know what? I've brought my dog to bark in the park when it's a beautiful day and it's a nice day to have a dog at the bark park, the, the ballpark. Fine. But also I've been bitching about bark in the park for the past however many years because it always rains. and I'm not going to bring my dog out in the rain. But this person will. That, that's my problem is if you're going to do this where it's clearly I mean, the shot collar is what it is, but just the weather. When it's hot. Are you going to wear a shot collar? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Can we hit the button? Yes. Yes. (laughs) And every time I move, I'm not kidding. Every time I come off the mat, every time I take the pipe out of my mouth, shock me. Okay. That's that's my whole plan. Yeah, I think Richie asked. I think he wants to hold the button. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That's that's. Oh, he can't be reckless with it. She has to wear a shot collar and she moves, I'll buzz it. All right, Richie, you're in. I'm not kidding. So we're going to wait. But I think we should also, that's that's great part of it. But I think we should also, like on the DL, hit people up privately like this we'll is the tell day them that, that we're happening. doing it yeah. right totally um you know maybe a, an email maybe not even an email blast because then you people that know. are pro this yeah that know this guy would maybe tell him this yeah. is going on so whatever we should really just stop talking about it and do something just do it i the second there is like a hot weekend game this year i am 100 for it and i know i'll be able to get off work for that because my bosses are huge animals lovers and they will support the cause and honestly probably help us get some publicity for it so i'm all in one thing I want to highlight to transition here for a second. I don't know if you happen to see this. I didn't. But this is fucking awesome. I don't know what this is. Um, I'm glad you don't because now I'll explain it to you and you can uh, get a feel for how sick this is. Okay. So, damn, I don't have the original original video. But you've seen many videos of players getting the call to finally make it up to the bigs, yes. right? Whether it's they were in there for a second, they're in there for years, whatever. We saw how long it took Jeff McNeil to get called yeah. up. So, there's a player on the pirates the pirates are playing sick by the way which uh, i don't know if that was expected but uh drew maggi i hope i'm saying this right drew m-a-g-g-i okay he's a 33 year old player has been in the minor leagues for 10 years and played over a thousand games finally got called up so they played the video the other day and and the coach was standing in the front like listen you know we talk about this during uh spring training and you know working hard and the the right uh having the right mindset on and off the field and hopefully whether you play one day in the bigs no yeah. days in the bigs or you get called up and you have a career so it he did this whole like five minute speech and then finally he's like drew you got the call and they showed this guy and he was like you could see he was like happy but also so like so in the moment like i i finally like i made it you yeah know what I mean? yeah so i'm i'm rooting for this guy big time Aww. um this is a video so of, I guess, him walking into the clubhouse for the first. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, man. This is awesome. This is awesome. How you doing? I'm great, man. Congratulations, man. This is awesome. I'm so happy for you. This is so sick. Proud of you, man. Never give up on your dream, man. <laughs> this is awesome. Good. Welcome. Go get settled, man. Yeah. Very cool. Good to see you. Look nice, man. So good. Dress up. It's a lot bigger than here, man. <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> All right, so it's more of that, like oh action shot. That like made me tear up. That was awesome. Beauty shots, putting out the jersey here. But if you if you scroll back, I'm sure if you just search his name, uh, a bunch of stuff will pop up from him getting the initial call. That's so sick. From his coach, but that, so awesome. Awesome. To, to to grind that long in the minors, and yeah. even if you want to like, we talked about it um, last year, two years ago. I can't remember what was the name of that that uh, the charity, the nonprofit. Oh. Um, um, you said more up than for baseball, us. more than baseball. Right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Uh, you know, the wage that these guys get paid yeah. to grind 10 years. It's probably even it's really tough to even like support yourself and have a family and, and you know, go through the whole the whole song and dance of hoping that you're going to make it up. And right. finally he did. So 
hopefully it's not just for a day, but even if it is, you get like that prorated deal where you get like big league money for at least it's as long as you're like, up, you know, just the fact that it's like, I, I can't even imagine. I have a friend who's in the minor leagues, but like just thinking about like everything you go through. I, I don't know if this man has had a history of injuries or anything, but just like that one day of being there makes it all worth it. Of yeah. just like, you know, you never gave up on yourself, no matter how many people did. And you still just did the damn thing. That's all. Oh, that's so awesome. I love it. So now we, now that we're talking about, it, let's just play this to at least the end of this. Where he gets the call up. That's part a little bit. That one dance tremendously. A lot of that is having the right perspective. And so, um, the magic, you're going to get an opportunity to run. Somebody's got to stop from it. Just the first Okay, this got three million views, oh so I'm God. sure you guys have seen it by now. But, I had it. That's awesome. Well, you're you're kind of checked out online. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never online anymore. So you played one thousand one hundred and fifty-five games Damn. and had four thousand four hundred and ninety-four played appearances in the minors. And uh, now he's going to get his first at bat. I don't know if if he played yesterday or if it's tonight, but either way, I'm definitely going to want to. Cheer for him and root for him as long as it's not against the Mets. So amazing. Uh, Mets are back in action. Definitely stop by uh, our kiosk this weekend if you have your eyes on any of the stuff that's currently sold out on our website, especially the Home Run Apple Windbreakers. There are a couple left on our yes. site. I think it's just like the 2X and 3X is left. Small through 2X is available at the kiosk at City Field. Also, the Mets wanted me to let you guys know that starting, I guess, tonight, they're going to start closing the kiosk in the seventh inning. Um, I guess, I don't know their reasoning behind it. I guess they looked at sales wise. It's usually busier before the game, during the game, middle of the game, All right. end of the game. People usually check out or go towards like the team store area. So if you want to shop <laughs> early, know. I don't know. It's <laughs> their call, not mine, but uh, stop on over there. Thank you so much to tick pick. We appreciate you guys hooking us up each week and letting the fans in on your discounts. I keep talking about this gambling partner. Um, <laughs> it's it is, coming. it's there. I have the <laughs> QR code. I have the code to like, tell you guys uh, to get in, in part of the offer. Um, there's so much legal mumbo jumbo that if we say something yeah. and try to get someone to join and we don't read this whole legal line, then either we get in trouble, we they get, get in trouble. trouble. I'm not looking to get sued. No. So that's the story on that. Um, I will tell you that on Friday, I put the orange and blue parlay in, which was the Mets, the Knicks, and the Islanders all had to win. Ah. They did all win. So that was a nice cash wow. out on Friday night. I tried to run it back on Sunday. How are the Islanders doing? Islanders not doing too great if, um. they play, if they're playing tonight. So we'll see what happens. So the play for tonight, if you want to get involved in the orange and blue parlay, the Knicks are off. Put in Mets and Islanders money line. I'm not even sure what that is. Let me do it right now just so I can let you guys know. See, Julia, this is partly where you have to start saying I don't want to talk. I just, I'm petting the grass. And She's, oh, don't even touch that grass. You're not even <laughs> worthy of touching that grass. Um, what is, I'm going to sign in really quick oh, to my account it's on dirty. the, well, it's grass and there's dirt in there. Yeah, I know. Of course it's going to be dirty. Okay, so <laughs> Mets money line tonight. They are the, uh, let me see. Sorry, guys, I just had this ready. The Mets are obviously not the favorites there at home. They're minus 205, which means if you're new to gambling, you'd have to bet $205 to make $100. Uh, What's the point? Well, people that have a lot of money to spend, they say, <laughs> fuck it, I'm going to, I'll spend. A grand to make five hundred bucks. Okay. If they're if they're that confident or they're that much of a God, bowler. I am also very new to betting. So <laughs> the Islanders are the underdog. They are plus one thirty five. So if you put them two together, money line to win, it is plus two fifty. Okay. So if you want to get involved in that, that's the bet I'm putting through right now. I can't tell you what kind of code to use or uh, any <laughs> of that good stuff. Bet. But that is the bet for the night. If you want to get involved, I may or may not be in Cleveland tomorrow. It all depends on what goes on with Lucho and Richie. Fun. And uh, of course, if we do go, we are going to be purchasing our tickets through TickPick. So of maybe course. you guys should do the same. Anything else you want to say, Julia? Um, Happy early birthday to my grandpa. He is turning 91 this weekend. I'll be going down to Florida to see him. Grandpa George, I love you. And yeah. And of course, I was going to say this too. Happy early birthday to Kelly. Yes! On Sunday. Oh, I know. I'm so sad. I'm missing that. Yeah, we will be it's celebrating on Saturday night. So, um, yep. 
Happy birthday to the fans. Happy birthday, Kelly. And uh, we will see you guys next Tuesday or this Friday at the tailgate. Don't forget, be early if you can. And uh, if by some chance the Knicks don't win tomorrow night, game six will be on Friday. It'll probably be a late start, like 8.30-ish. Since the Mets game starts right. at 7, uh, we could probably catch the end of the game from the C7L truck in the parking lot. I'll bring the TV and we nice. can stream it in the parking lot and watch at least the end of the game. That'll be fun. Uh, hopefully, hopefully they're not playing on Friday. But if they are, we'll watch in the parking lot. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, see you next week and Friday. And uh, that's it. Scooping it to top. Oh, I wonder if you had to write that down. <laughs> no, it's not written anywhere. Okay, see you guys. Scoop it at the top. Tampons no and David Wright. Have a good one.